Hey, Doug. Hey, Lindsay. How are you doing tonight? I'm good. Good. I'm really good. How about you? I'm good. Excellent. So it's been interesting the last, I would say for a while now, there just seems to be this deep growing hunger in Renew yeah. for more of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And like, what are some things you're noticing with that? It's been super encouraging to watch Renew um, really ask uh, for more of the Holy Spirit and be hungry for more of him as well. Um, I think we're letting go of some of our baggage, um, which we've been working on for a long time. It's hard. It's like baggage you're really attached to, I feel like, (laughs) but we're letting go of, um, some of that and realizing it's not, um, as scary as we think it is to let the Holy spirit in and give him more control. Um, and more, I guess, uh, like freer reign in our lives. Um, yeah. So I, it's been exciting to watch. Yeah, I would agree. I think in some ways it's really fascinating too, because I feel like it's also, I'm just with the hunger that I'm noticing, people are also really hungry to be healthy. Yeah. Like there's this, mm-hmm. you know, almost this idea of like the spirits leading us into these really beautiful, wide open spaces. Mm-hmm. But uh, in those wide open spaces, it's like the Lord's also helping us go through some of the hard things in yeah. our lives that have happened yeah. and almost like re reworking them. Yeah. Um, and like almost like realizing that we are broken. I think a lot of us have gotten comfortable in the status quo and then our eyes are open to like, wait, that's not healthy. That's not okay. Yeah. 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 Mm, yeah. yeah. I'm, I don't know. I just keep feeling like I keep praying, Lord, we just want more. Like, let's yeah. like, please, uh, don't, you know, keep that hose on. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think too, I, that image of the umbrella just continues mm-hmm. to be super powerful for yeah. me. I mean, St. Rick Vasso, you know, <laughs> making that comment has just been so helpful, but yeah, I just keep thinking like pretty regularly where the um, where's the umbrella up right yeah. now in my life. Mm. And that's just mm. been really just good good language. So, yeah. yeah, we're super excited for the interview tonight. Yeah. Um we have a chance to hang out with two lovely people, mm-hmm. uh Bobby and Brittany Wrigley. And um yeah, we're really looking forward to it. Yeah, let's dive in. Bobby and Brittany Wrigley. Uh, Bobby's our first, second time guest, which is super exciting. It is really exciting. <laughs> Wait, first, second time? Yeah. First, we, second time. Yeah. No, no one else on the first person to be here twice. Yes. Wow. wow. So there's a plaque on the wall that you we're going to get engraved. Yeah. <laughs> first, second time. I like that. That'd be a good button. <laughs> yeah. Happy. <laughs> But I bet Jaden would want to wear it on his That's jacket. That's probably true. So. I am jealous of Jaden's jacket. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you guys have been around Renew for a few years now. And I mean, it's been really cool to get to know you guys. But my sense is not everybody knows your story. So can you share your story with us? We've been married five and a half years now. Um, yeah, it's cool seeing how the Lord brought us together. And just the fact that we met two months before I was moving, going to move to Maryland. Mm. Um, and it was just through a mutual friend of ours and you had moved here from Indiana, which yeah, it was just through a great relationship you had through college and mm-hmm. they had moved out here and brought him out here. So mm. it's just crazy how, yeah, the Lord somehow like just put us together. Um, so yeah, so we met through a mutual friend 
Um, we hung out one evening and then I got a Facebook message mm-hmm. the next day <laughs> asking, yeah, you know, I want to hang out, go on a date, whatever. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, and then we... So we had a short time before you moved to Maryland mm-hmm. with your family and the Lord had you go there for like a year, mm-hmm. I think maybe to... To show you that uh, I was serious about you. And, <laughs> <laughs> I have no question about that. And um, mm-hmm. and then ultimately to bring you back to Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. um, which is weird in a way because you were kind of done living here. You, you didn't grow up in this area. I didn't grow up in this area. But because of some good relationships here, um, it was where we were meant to be and to grow. And so we got married Yeah, five and a half years ago. And I think like the first few years of marriage, we just were kind of struggling to like really hit our stride mm-hmm. and find that soil where we could really grow and flourish mm-hmm. um, in a mm-hmm. a bigger community than just a few good friends. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, fast forward through a few different jobs and a new church and a new city. God brought us to Lansdale, um, found a house and a church. Found the, found the church first and then found a house a few weeks later. We were kind of like church shopping and house shopping at the same time. <laughs> uh, Do you guys recommend that? <laughs> uh, it made for, yeah, some fun Sunday afternoons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. It was, yeah, the Lord put on our hearts to come to Lansdale. Uh, my job was here and the city was growing on me. And um, Renew just really clicked for us, this community where, you and I could grow in um, worshiping the Lord through engaging with a group of people who's who want to do that with each other and not mm. just like gain knowledge intellectually about who God is, but put into practice all those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool to see to the Lord, like how he even worked job situations and just like, how, yeah, we wouldn't have moved to Lansdale if it wasn't for you working at Backyard Beans and just how you got that job. Um, because, yeah, we were living in Quakertown for four years mm. and you were going kind of a different direction. You were always involved in coffee, but uh-huh. in a different direction. You were, well, you went to school for occupational therapy assistant mm. and you did that for a year, but realized it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't your thing you were good at it but it kind of brought on different anxieties mm-hmm. and um so ultimately you still kept your kept your joe in coffee and then <laughs> ended up getting a full-time job and yeah an, op- an opportunity yeah mm. and so that like yeah i mean lansdale was definitely never <laughs> never really thought about moving to lansdale so what i hear uh, you say is that lansdale's <laughs> no one's aspirational goal which is sad <laughs> No, I'm yeah. teasing. We yeah. love Lansdale. Yeah, we love Lansdale. Yes. <laughs> we do too. That's mm-hmm. for sure. So it's cool to see, like, yeah, how the Lord then brought us into, yeah, Lansdale, where we have a job and we have a church family and building a community through that, um, which is cool. Definitely never seen coming. Like, never thought <laughs> I would live and work in the same community and yeah. have that much, like, involvement and seeing neighbors and, mm-hmm. like, yeah. Mm-hmm. friends all the time through at least my aspect of the job but um 
yeah, it's been cool being in mm-hmm. Lansdale. Yeah, for us, I think community's been a really important thing because we don't have family here. Mm-hmm. Um, so from when we first got married, it was an important thing, but it was like a really hard thing to to realize and to make happen um, because of where we were at in life. And so we we had your sister living with us for a while, a couple of years, and that was one thing that like kind of shaped us in our relationship mm-hmm. a lot. Um, and now we have a different housemate, Dan, mm-hmm. living with us. And um, yeah, just we enjoy that for the time being, just having to kind of think about our our home as a mm-hmm. place to invite people in um, and to do life with them. Um, and then to open it up to the to outsiders, to people mm-hmm. in our church or at work. Um, but yeah, God's planted us here and he's watering us and mm. it's, it's so cool to be a part of something healthy. That's mm. awesome. Yeah. I love the language you guys use in terms of soil and planting and watering and like, what are some of the ways that you feel like the Lord's been watering the two of you here? And I know you mentioned <laughs> community as a big part of that, but what are some other like specific ways that you're just noticing God's mm-hmm. water? <laughs> yeah. Um, for me, a huge thing lately has been um, just taking into account all the habits and things I give my attention to. Ooh. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like the first few years of marriage, like it's working and like, I don't know, it just was slowly like going down this path of distraction and just kind of lost and lonely in some ways. And so looking for comfort and, um, yeah, entertainment or, um, online shopping or whatever it was. And that led to a lot of like isolating myself from, from you or from others or getting lost in my own kind of headspace, in my own tiny world. Um, most of that found through my phone. Um, and so, yeah, through like some nudgings and through this Holy spirit, you know, calling me to him, just trying to like (laughs) make sure that I'm making goals, like thinking about who, what's the type of person I want to be? What are the things I really Mm -hmm. value in life? Mm -hmm. Um, what are the things that make me closer to God Mm -hmm. and all right, how am I? how much time do I really realistically have to do those things and not just like putting these unrealistic expectations of spiritual discipline on myself, mm. having grace for myself, but, um, yeah, really putting certain boundaries up, um, so that I'm not controlled by other powers that are not what I want to control me. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. so that's been, really one way that God's been watering me to be more, um, emotionally available to you and to my coworkers. Um, yeah, just Mm -hmm. like spending more time seeking the Lord in silence Mm -hmm. away from, um, distractions. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's not like, it's not like I'm going on these like meditation retreats every weekend or anything like that, but, uh, you know, you start small and then things 
when you really look at your life and take it into account, um, what's going on in your heart, things come to the surface and the spirit reveals to me how I can be more like Jesus to the people around me mm. and to you. Um, so it's been, yeah. And I think you could mm-hmm. say you've noticed, hopefully I'm not just tooting my own horn. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I have noticed for sure. And even since we've gotten married, like I've noticed changes in you with that, even with just like the, like, interacting with people around you too like you become more intentional too and that's like a lot to do with yeah not being distracted by phone or whatever so Mm -hmm. yeah it's been cool to see see that that growth in you yeah yeah one of the ways we go about our um this is like really old timey talk, but mm-hmm. our rule of life. Um, nice. Love old timey talk. Yeah. Thank you. It's kind of a, Just you know. Speaking my love life. <laughs> the monastic tradition, they have the rule, the rule of life, these rhythms that they live by. And we were kind of talking about like what in some ways we've subconsciously or without explicitly making a rule of life, we've made certain things of value. And now we're kind of going through a process of like writing down those things so that we're on the same page um, to kind of make it our rule of life. Um, And one of those has been like every week, Sundays, talking about our calendar and our schedule and how we're going to make time for hosting people and turning our house into a place of blessing others. Um, That's been a huge emphasis for Brittany and that She's really helped me to grow in that. Uh, I think on my own, I wouldn't be that person, even though that's like who I want to be. But I can easily just get wrapped up in my own, my own world or my own internal thinking. teaching me a lot um through yeah realizing how over the years I always thought I was an introvert and realizing Mm -hmm. more and more that like oh wait I might be more of an extrovert Mm -hmm. um so it's been cool seeing like I do treasure my time alone but sometimes the time alone can be like not as good or it's Mm -hmm. like I'm like too in my head or like distracted by Mm -hmm social media or whatever it is like so I realized that I do yeah I do need to use my time wisely when I am alone but I also am realizing that I truly treasure the relationships that surround me Mm -hmm. like why don't I spend more time um yeah building those and I have the time it might not always be the time I think, like mm-hmm. mornings. I occasionally have mornings, so maybe I should use those more wisely yeah. before I go into work and meet up with somebody. Or um, So it's been really good just realizing that in myself that, like, yeah, I actually really enjoy getting together with people. And we love hosting. We've always loved, like, um, yeah, like bringing people into our home or just initiating things. That's like something we've always enjoyed together. But now I'm realizing more and more that it's something I like really do treasure alone too, whether that's, yeah, 
just meeting up with others. So, so that's been something I've been growing in over, I don't know, probably the last year. Um, and just prayer. I like, that's something I don't always, yeah, I take for granted because the power of prayer, like there's so many things I'm surrounded by people all day. Mm-hmm. So it is like one of those things where I see a lot, I hear a lot. Um, and just realizing like, I can't like have all the right things to say or mm. like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, yeah, know what to exactly do, but pray. And yeah. just um, realizing, like, yeah, the power of prayer is mm. it's mm. powerful. So yeah. it's just, like, yeah. I need to fall back to that more mm. so. But. Yeah, you get to interact and see so many people in our community <laughs> in Lansdale yeah. coming mm-hmm. in and out of the cafe. And it was neat to be prayed over at our mm-hmm. service a couple weeks ago. Um, and Doug, you preached on the Holy Spirit, being filled with the Holy Spirit. Um Acts chapter 19. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> I think originally I said Ephesians 19. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was, so I was waiting for the like hook on that. That was a joke. <laughs> and then it, it was just no, a mistake. I, I was just confused. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Um, yeah, you prayed over us. We we uh, got to come forward and, and uh, just hearing you pray over Brittany, the um, kind of the prophetic word that she's an intercessor mm. for all these people that she interacts with mm-hmm. and just kind of, yeah, adding some fuel to that fire to uh, stoke her up mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. praying for those who you always see and mm-hmm. the needs you hear of or the joys you share in yeah. Um, mm-hmm. to yeah lift those people up to God and mm-hmm. yeah pray that they would find their joy and their peace in, in Jesus. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit about your jobs, if you're willing, because we've alluded to it, but yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> not everyone well, knows well. your your wonderful position. <laughs> yeah. These are the two people you want to know who are new. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I always loved coffee, um, even back in college. So in college, I studied uh, Bible and theology. Um but I was like really into coffee and I couldn't get a job at the really awesome coffee shop at our college. And I was kind of bitter about it for like two, two and a half years. I tried and it would not hire me. I don't think I was beautiful enough. And, uh, so fast forward, I, the interest was still there, but I was kind of pursuing some other things. And, um, anyways, found, found a way to work in coffee on the side and I loved it, but kind of the day-to-day interaction of customer service was a little hard for me, um, a little exhausting. So anyways, I had an opportunity to start learning how to roast coffee for Backyard Beans Coffee Company here in Lansdale. And that was four, four and a half years ago I started there. Um, so I managed the um, coffee roasting quality in the warehouse so work with the team we do like wholesale roasting so we supply lots of accounts and we supply our own cafe you also supply my house yeah Yeah. so online orders cafe wholesale uh yeah it's a lot of fun and i love um working with coffee but for me i love it too because uh it's this whole supply chain of coffee's about people um Mm. i mean you see that in cafes it's about community coming together 
But even when you look back further into how it's grown, it takes these communities like coming together so much. And um, it's very, it's an intriguing industry to me to, mm. to try to, um, yeah, find sustainable supply chains and work with, work closer with um, our suppliers and our farmers. So that's what I do. I get to work um, with a small team in a warehouse not with customers every day. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then, yeah, I, I guess I fell in love with coffee when I fell in love with Bobby. Oh. So, <laughs> oh. hard eyes. Oh, that is true. <laughs> it is. I'm spoiled too, and probably a coffee snob now. But yeah, and then I worked. Yeah, I just worked odd jobs mm -hmm. um, all my life, so. The last few years, I worked in cafes. Um, never so much like the front of the cafe, um, just like running kitchens or whatever. So, yeah, coming to Backyard Beans, I started a year and a half ago now, um, but have loved it. Mm. It's just, yeah, I get to just be surrounded by people all day and in a cool setting, too. Like, mm -hmm. I think that's the other thing. I've worked in coffee shops where... You interacted with customers, but I think because the way back Beans is set up and there's a center bar and people can sit all around the bar and you kind of just develop, you build relationships that mm -hmm. way, whether mm -hmm. it's just with you and the customers or customers are building relationships. Mm -hmm. Like, so it's been really cool to just be in the middle of it at all and <laughs> watch it. Mm -hmm. And I get to see a lot of lovely people from yeah. Renew all the time. <laughs> I think so. whenever I come in, I always see at least one other person that I know uh, yes. besides you uh -huh. <laughs> behind the counter. Yep, it's true. Yeah, everybody's great. Have you, have you ever counted officially how many time, how many people from Renew one day has been have That's been a there? Good question. I I you should keep it tally. I really should. should. Because we could like break that. We could know, break yeah. the record. Or oh, whatever. true. Yeah. I do come home from work some days and she's like there was like eight people from Renew <laughs> all there at once today yeah that's true yeah you never know yeah. I, I will have to keep it's tabs an, it's almost like if you're ever in a pastoral crisis you know just, just show up thrill. show up there too and you not even if Ben and I are there yeah. but there's someone a, from Renew will be or there. multiple pastors <laughs> from yeah. different yeah. churches in the community yeah. Yeah. I, that has been something I've counted there's been at least I do remember six or seven different pastors. Wow. All right, that's super encouraging though. Setting. Yeah. yeah. So it is that. cool. Yeah. It's cool. Cool to watch. Yeah. That's I I think what I really appreciate about your guys' story and like with the coffee and with just the way you guys talk about stuff, it's like you take the small things in life and you see them as these opportunities for mm. the spirit to work. Mm -hmm. So you talk about, you know how do I be more invested with my time? Like, what does it look like to be less distracted? And, you know, you talk about simple things like meeting on Sundays and developing this rhythm of checking our calendars and how that develops this really, you know, bigger thing or being hospitable and using your house and, you know, to not only have people live with you, but even just to be, to have people over. And mm -hmm. I just love how the, both of you really embody that well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you think about something like coffee, where it's like <laughs> the staple of every morning. <laughs> the liturgy of my house goes like this. We wake up, we cry out the name of Jesus, and then we put the water on and we take the and we start drinking coffee. And so, but I think it's, I think in some ways, even talking about the rule of life, what I appreciate is, you know, I think Bobby, you said it, it's like, it's just, we start small. Mm -hmm. And I think mm -hmm. in that we just continue to grow. 
Um, so yeah, it's just really, really encouraging to hear. Um, I had a question for you, Brittany. One of the things that I've noticed is, um, I've been off Instagram for two years, but my wife and son are on Instagram and I always know, and and I, every once in a while I check out Facebook and you have these beautiful pictures. Like, mm-hmm. are you like a closet photographer or like just straight up, you just love and like, how are you noticing God in photography and where does mm-hmm. that come from? And yeah, ask like 12 questions. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. Um, I don't know where it's come, like it's came from. It's just kind of been something I've always enjoyed. Mm. Um, I definitely, like, I honestly don't know how to work a camera, <laughs> so most of my pictures do come from my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, I That is something I want to grow in, and I really should be growing in, is just learning how to work a camera. Mm. But I just love, like, nature and beauty, so I like being able to have that ability to capture it. Yeah. Um, it's something, yeah, I don't know if I'd ever want to do anything with it, but I definitely enjoy it, so... And it's kind of the motivation to get up early or go see sunrise or just, like, walk around. It's kind of like, oh, like, there's ways I can capture this, too, while I'm out there. So, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. it's just something I enjoy, but it's kind of just kept hidden. Yeah. <laughs> Occasionally, I'll <laughs> post some and <laughs> let people They're see. beautiful. No, one yeah. of capturing beauty is super important, and it's, um, like, revealing God's beauty to the world too and like just have people stop and look at one of your pictures and notice beauty is recognition of god i feel like and yeah Mm -hmm. even if they're not realizing it Hmm. kind of yeah yeah i'd say uh i'm glad you brought that up because we were (laughs) i was talking about this recently and like there's two things that have been really helpful for me as i grow and i don't know just like health and worship to god and that's um Paying attention and gratefulness. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so practicing gratefulness. Um, for me, journaling's helped. It's mm-hmm. not something I've been consistent with in the past, but like really putting that into practice has really helped because it's hard to have much attention mm. just in your head. Mm-hmm. But so writing things down um, that I'm grateful for uh, just shifts my heart towards God uh, mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. And then also paying attention. Um, which you do really well, Brittany, by stopping to look at the beauty that's all around Mm -hmm. us in the world. And um, there's something to that, that when we pay attention and when we focus on whether it's beauty in nature or the beauty in a relationship that's in your life, uh, that attention and that focus on that really leads to worship mm-hmm. worshiping god yeah mm-hmm. i feel like it sounds like Brittany needs a camera for christmas yeah <laughs> <laughs> who knows we'll see yeah. <laughs> all right guys one question we always ask all our guests is how are you seeing god in the in-between hmm, hmm. deferred to me <laughs> all right how do i see god in the in-between I feel like a lot of it we've already talked about is, um, yeah, the, the people that God's put in our life, um, the way that, um, yeah, I'd say there's been a couple like neat, like, neat things that have happened recently in our uh, house church. Just seeing you, Brittany, like come around 
Sharon, as well as so many mm-hmm. other people from our mm-hmm. church um, and our house church, just pour so much blessing over her. She went through a, a tough time mm-hmm. um, and just seeing the goodness of the Lord in that um, was super encouraging. And then um, just seeing like your, um, speaking to you, Brittany, like seeing your um, <laughs> devotion to a friend who's going through a tough time um, emotionally and like mental health mm-hmm. struggles and you like putting that focus on ha- using your mornings for purpose. So mm-hmm. to meet up with people. And then when you already had that structure in place and this opportunity came, you were there for that person. Um, and that was super encouraging to me to see that like, all right, there's fruit in all of this stuff and God's at work mm-hmm. um, and all those small s- seeds that we're planting. Um, for me, just like understanding that my identities in Christ is huge. Um, understanding that I don't have to be the person I was in the past. Another mm-hmm. one of the questions you guys wrote down was like um, and sent to us was, how do you see God redeeming your past? And mm. I was just noticing like this past few weeks as I've, as the Lord's been bringing certain things to the surface for me to, to deal with um, like relationally with people in my life. Um, he's helped me to, to deal with those things and to like, to grow and mature. Um, and in the past, like I would have just um, continued down uh, resentment or frustration mm-hmm. and leading to anger, um, and just leading to all kinds of ugliness in my, my own heart. So I see God at work, um, <clears throat> in me to, uh, to grow and mature and to, to be somebody to, um, to yeah, help others see God. Yeah. I probably, I echo that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, we just, yeah, we've seen the Lord just using us in the relationships that we've been around. And mm. it's cool to see that we have the opportunity to just be able to, like, invite people in. And that's something we enjoy. Mm. And whether we, yeah, with believers and non-believers, like, we mm. have a lot of relationships with both. And it's just cool being able to bring those together. And yeah. Um, who knows where the Lord will lead with that, but just like opening up our doors to be able to invite people in and then go from there. And mm-hmm. Just, yeah, it's cool to, yeah, just be a part of that. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Thank you guys for sharing. Yeah. yeah. Thank you guys. Mm-hmm. Such a good interview with good friends. That was great. Yeah. I love listening to Bobby and Brittany and they're so cute. I know. Oh, the whole time I'm like, man, they, like, I feel like I'm learning like marriage principles here too. I know. Yeah, it was really cool. <laughs> what are some things that really stuck out to you? Um, being aware of your distractions. Oh, that was like. Yeah, like, I saw you kind of explode <laughs> over like, there. Yeah. It's, um, it's just so good to 
like I don't know. I'm very just dis- I'm distractible. Uh-huh. I'm like the squirrel or the mm-hmm. <laughs> the squirrel, the dog in the movie Up. Like yes. squirrel, squirrel, squirrel. Yeah. Like I can be so distracted. Uh-huh. So like to really pull back and like think about what is distracting me. <laughs> Is that I feel like necessary? <laughs> it's such a good question to even just to think through. Like, yeah, what is what is distracting me in these days? Mm-hmm. Like, what if I were to look at if I were to put my time on a pie chart? Yeah, where is the majority? Like, how Ugh. big are those? Yeah, those yeah, pieces. Yeah. It's and I think in some ways it probably feels kind of damning for some <laughs> right, of us, right? or like not very life giving. Uh, like, oh, yeah. it's another thing. Like, I oh, ninety five percent of my day has been distracting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's called parenting, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. I think too, but even with that, I, Bobby made a comment. He said, you know, even with these things, he has to find, and I can't remember exactly the, the phrase, but he has to have grace for himself. In yes. them. Like they're not, yeah. Yeah. you know, it's about small things and just mm-hmm. figuring out ways to honor the Lord. Yeah. And they, they kind of build on one another, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Yeah. I was really, I, I really appreciated the stuff that he was saying. Um, just about the way uh, the the rule of life mm. stuff that that's like right up my alley. And tell me a little language. bit more about that because I don't know what that is. Rule of life is <laughs> essentially like what you kind of figure out what your values like. What are the most important things in life, mm-hmm. and then you write rules or kind of guardrails around those pieces. Okay. So, okay. Um, yeah, it's essentially just a way to order your life, and it comes from a hmm. it comes from a the, the monastery or the, a monastic rule. Okay, and so the idea is that I believe the first one was uh, was uh, I can't remember who it was. I want to say it was like ben- Benedict or something like mm. that. There's like a Benedictine rule. That of sounds life. right. And so the whole idea was like the the monks had a certain way of ordering their day. Oh, okay. And so hmm. a rule of life is just a way to order order your day and i just thought okay. that was yeah i'm like huh that's that's stuff i think about all the time yeah. uh, stuff i live by but yeah. it's cool to hear other people interesting thanks for hanging out with us today